This is Kate Zazowski. And this is Caitlin Reese. And you're listening to Straight Guys. A podcast that's anything but. Yes, indeed. Happy Pride to you, Caitlin, because you are in New York and it is Pride Weekend in New York. I don't think LA has an official one because we don't have a parade this year. But you guys have all your, uh, what, dyke marches and all that all that fun stuff? Yeah. I uh, <laughs> all of, Well, all of my Pride plans got so fucked up. Um, because I had surgery on Wednesday to get four polyps removed from my cervix. I find out next week if they're benign or not. And I, it was such an insane day because the communication I'm on Medicaid. And so you just have to like, take what you can get. And I was literally told that there was two surgeons and that I was getting that take my particular insurance plan in the state of New York that can do the surgery. And they were, and they were like, and this is the better of the two. So it's not like I could be like, I'm going to take my business elsewhere. So I wasn't treated well leading up to the surgery. And I was just like not being listened to, not being responded to. And then the hospital, was it because they were the only two doctors in the state that wouldn't throw up looking at your badge? Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Just trying to lighten the... People pay to look at this badge. How have wow. you know? You're right. Zing to me. <laughs> what do I know? Nothing. People do pay. <laughs> no one's paying to look at my puss puss. <laughs> they would. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, uh, so yeah, so the surgery day, everything leading up to it was insane. The surgery day was insane. The day before I'm like calling the hospital being like, no, it's like three in the afternoon. I've been like checking in several times going like, when am I coming in? I have to like tell my friend who's taking me like what time we're going. And I've never been not called for surgery and like told the day before, like what time I'm coming in. Like normally it happens pretty early in the day. And then they finally, someone called me and they're like, yeah, three 15 is your arrival time. 9am in the morning, I'm outside with Zooey on surgery day. And I get a call from the hospital saying, where are you? And I was <gasps> like, what do you mean? Where am I? My surgery is not till I was told check-in time is 315. They're like, no, your surgery is slated for uh, like 10 o'clock. And you should have already, you should have already been here and checked in. I was like, well, the hospital gave me the wrong time. So I turn and I just screamed down the hallway at my roommate, Sean. I was like, Sean, get in my car right now. We're going to the hospital. Cause they were literally on the phone being like, you got to get here now. Oh How far away God. are you from the hospital? So I'm like Googling in my phone. I'm like, okay, just confirming that the, at this time of day, it looks like it's going to be like 40 minutes. They're like, we'll get here as fast as you can. So I'm literally driving through Manhattan, trying to rip shit through the fucking city God. to like get these polyps out. And it felt also, like this. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> it felt so insane because this is a preventive surgery. It's not an, it's not like an, I mean, it would have sucked because right. I already took off the day from work. I already like arranged for care. I mean, like I was all set for a different time of day. Yes. And it's not like a ticking time bomb that's going on. No, I know. But it was funny because I was driving, like I had an appendix about to burst, like in the car. I'm like, we got to get to Tish hospital. Also, <laughs> it can't be good for surgery to be this stressed, right? So I show up and I'm like, my, 
my hair is crazy. I was going to take a shower before I went to the hospital. I look disgusting and I'm like, I'm here. I like burst to the wedding room. Like I'm here. And the guy at the front desk could give a shit about who I am or what I'm late for. And I'm like, you don't understand. Like he's telling people, I'm like, I'm supposed to be back there getting operated on right now. We got to go. The guy's like, take a seat. So <laughs> chill out lady so i get on my phone and i call back the number that called me this morning urging me to get there and i'm like i'm here the guy's ignoring me they're like we'll get you in so like they come out and bypass the guy and at this point the guy is just being a dick because he didn't like the way i burst into the room so he's literally directing people to the bathroom instead of checking me in and i'm like you stupid motherfucker you knew you know i'm desperate to get in there for surgery and now you're just playing with me i was so tempted like while i was getting walked in by the staff to just flip him off being like i i've circumvented your fucking little shithead move so anyway i get back there and i already told the doctor's office like five million times i don't want an iud put in because my research was inconclusive about whether it was a good idea or not and the primary motivation is that the uh iud can prevent polyp reformation so that if i were to grow back polyps again that i would prevent me from having the surgery but then you have to deal with all the complications that can happen from having an iud and the things that go wrong with people's iud's were enough to make me decide i'm banking on not ending up with a partner with a penis anyway so i'm like i don't want an iud um like it wouldn't be really for used for birth control. It would just be for these polyps. And also there's a chance that the polyps don't come back. Anyway, so I had the surgery. Now my vagine is fucked up for uh, at least two weeks. I'm just, it's just going to be a lot of bleeding while we wait. And uh, they gave me a picture of my polyps. They look like <gasps> fucked up little silkworms. Wait, they look like worms? I was picturing yeah. like, like balls, like spears. They, they look like... um like a wart on a monster, oh my like God. when you're looking at them from afar, but looking at them up close, like biopsied out of my body, um, they, the pitch, the images I had, they kind of looked like if you had like a silkworm under a microscope, they were very gross. Oh my God. This is why when people are like, the human body is beautiful. I'm like, what are you talking about? No, we're, we're gross. The same thing. We're gross people. <laughs> Um, also right before I went out for surgery, I've had like three surgeries in my life and each one has been completely different. And in terms of the experience and my anesthesiologist, so like I'm laying on the table and it's the scariest part is like, right. When you're about to go to sleep yeah, yeah, yeah. and like, you know, like, uh, surgery sucks. Like I, if you are, if you're usually intubated, so like my throat always hurts. Cause like they had a breathing tube in me and then like, mm-hmm. but this guy, I, so like I'm laying in the little, in the little surgery bed and this guy, just the anesthesiologist who I've already met and talked to a couple of times, he pops his head out, reversing me, like, as if we're going to 69, no. he pops his head out. He pops his head over my head. He goes, Hey, I have the same birthday as you. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Like, like, right. I'm trying, I'm trying to picture this. What do you mean as if you're going to 69? Like literally he's so, upside down. Like, yeah. So like if my head's up, he's going in the opposite direction of my head over my head as if he's, if he kept going, he would have reached my crotch and we would have 69, <laughs> but he stopped over my head and he, and he just goes, Hey, I have the same birthday as you. And I was just like, Oh, cool. 
Because <laughs> I'm like, literally, dude, you're responsible for ending my life or like anything right now. So I'm like, if you're a fucking wackadoodle and you're going to do some weird shit to me, it's too late now. I'm completely, I'm like, you've already started the injection. Uh, so I'm oh my like, God. And yeah, then he's don't like, do that. And then he's like whispering into my face. No. Like, I'm like, are we going to, are we going to kiss? He's like, he goes, <laughs> Oh, and my dad and uh, my granddad also have the same birthday. And I'm like, it's a great date. You, you almost think you guys planned it. He's like, yeah, but you can't plan something like that, right? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm what like, if, why? What I'm if, like, why? Why are we having pillow talk before I go out? This is. I'm sorry. This is so dark. But what? What if you died and like those were the last words you heard? <laughs> Can you fucking imagine? Hey, I have the same birthday as you. And my dad and my green dad. Is that cool? Can't plan this stuff. Wow. He also Crazy. like when when he was like trying to find my veins was giving me these like a lot of stroking unnecessarily on my arm like this. And I was just like, why are you petting me? Yeah, I there's no like need this. to pet my arm to find a vein. I've had blood taken out. Or, you know, five jillion times. I was like, no one ever strokes me. No. I'm picturing him like kind of like a monkey hanging from a tree, like going down <laughs> from his tail being like, hey. <laughs> and then oh, I, God. my surgeon was like, what's wrong? Because I think you could tell I, just in general, I like wasn't thrilled to and i said i'm scared and also like here i already told him i'm like i i was so stressed about making it in time for surgery and he was like he goes hey nothing to worry about and then just hits me on the arm before i go out and i'm just like this is the worst y'all are the worst team and also like i told him i didn't want the iud it said in my paperwork as i'm signing that i'm getting an iud so i said no take that out i don't want the iud and then right before I go out, the OR nurse double checked the spelling of my name, my date of birth, and in my words, what procedure I'm having. And at the end, I was like, and I swear to God, I hope you guys understand me. I don't want an IUD right. because, and they were so irresponsible that there was a part of me that's like, I think I'm going to wake up with an IUD. <laughs> that's so crazy that that's such an invasive thing to feel like you don't have complete control over. It's just terrifying. Yeah. And then um, when it was over and I got home, I went to pee and it hurt, it hurt worse than anything. Like I actually, when I woke up from the anesthesia and I was in the recovery room, uh, I was actually like in tremendous pain. They made it sound like it was, I was like going to be doing cartwheels out of this place. I was like, oh, I'm fucked up. Oh. And, uh, and they had to like, give me a few more shots of like pain meds. And then but you get sent home without any pain meds for this procedure. Like you just need Advil and it, and I ended up being mostly fine. But when I came home, I pee and it, it, I had a UTI from a rough sex partner. Um, I had a few UTIs for the first time in my life. So I know what that feels like, mm. uh, like earlier this year. And, um, I had this horrible burning pain that was like, I almost, I thought I was going to pass out from the pain when I got home. And it was my first time urinating post surgery. Oh God. And, uh, and I call up the recovery room, like the number I'm supposed to call. And I'm like, Hey, I just went to pee and like the pain almost like knocked me out. And I'm like, why no one warned me that like peeing was going to be this painful. And if it is like, I need something because I'm scared to drink water now, which I have to. Cause like that hurt so bad yeah. and I don't, I'm not like a total baby about pain and they were like, Oh, well you had a catheter in. So, you know, it's probably just pain from that. They're like, you should go to a pharmacy 
and get like the over the counter UTI stuff to help you. And then the next, so I do that. And then like the pain goes away. And then the next day the surgeon calls me and I, and he's like reviewing how I'm doing. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I told him the whole thing. And I was like, you know, I had to go get like the azo cause of the catheter. He goes, you didn't have a catheter in you. What? And I'm like, then why the fuck did the OR nurse that I was on the phone with tell me that I had a catheter and I needed this? He goes, I don't know why they told you that, but that's not true. <laughs> oh my God. So I have like no faith in anything that happened in that procedure. I'm almost like I had four polyps. I want to be like, are you sure you got four? Because right. you guys seem like fucking ding dongs. Yeah. The amount of human error is just like crazy. And that's, that's wild. Cause I, I've talked about how I had vaginal surgery, but it was, it was just my hymen. So it was pretty shallow. I feel like in the vagina, whereas I know yours was very deep and like near the cervix and everything. So I don't remember having pain with peeing. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that was a side effect of mine. All I remember is bleeding for like a month and I had to wear a pad for like a month. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's terrible if you if it hurts to pee. Because peeing is like one of life's simplest joys. Joys? I think so. It's like, it's one of those things that's just like, it's reliable. Like, you know how it's going to feel. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, when I sit down to pee, I'm like, I know exactly how this is going to feel. And I'm going to feel good after. Oh, my God. I don't <laughs> You can't have relate a... to that? No, because I have, I don't have a cute pee. I'm a sprayer. In what? fact, like I, 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 there's something wrong with my piss hole. Oh, by the way. Oh, here's, an, here's another, here's another part. So wait, that you can, we, wait, have wait, to, wait. we have to finish that, this thought. We will. But that nurse that I spoke to that told me I had a catheter and told me to go to the pharmacy to get the meds and didn't know what she was talking about. I thought when she called me back, um, at home to like review care, I thought it was a friend pranking me because the call started like this. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> He goes, well, you had a catheter, so you probably have a UTI. Oh and she goes, God. you know, you have the agitation in your urethra, you know, your pee pee hole. Oh, no. I, yes. Yes. And I actually, I told, I told my best friend this story because I was like, I can't believe that a nurse said pee -pee to explain hole. the word urethra, assuming I didn't know what it meant, even though I did. She literally said pee pee hole to me. And I was like, what? I mean, it's accurate. I thought I was having like a weird dream because I was like, and then I thought, like, which one of my friends would know to prank me in this such a specific way to me? call me? No, I just thought it was oh. someone. I just thought it was someone fucking with me because I was like, who the, there's no nurse that talks this way. I was like, right. get the fuck out of here. And then screaming pee pee hole at me. I was like, <laughs> I mean, it's better than piss hole, which you just said, and which I did not like. That's yeah, so, a punk band of like high schoolers. Yeah. So I am a sprayer. So when I go into public restrooms, I always have to pop the lid when I hover. Otherwise I will get urine all over the seat, all over the floor, maybe even the walls sometimes. Like what? I just, How? when I pee, it's like, it goes off into like, into all directions and it's you're like facing a, away um, from the wall and it can still hit the wall how is that even possible 
if it if it ricochets off of off of uh, oh. the rim it, it has sprayed onto things and i've learned this the hard way and then i have all this cleanup to do so that's why i have to pop the lid so that i have the biggest width of ball to spray into so i literally it's like a sprinkler hose was, <laughs> was so, somehow had a baby with my urethra and i just <laughs> And I also pee hard. Like when I hear other people peeing, it's like, right. It's like the way my piss sounds right in like the last few seconds. That's how most people pee. I pee like, it's like, sounds like sheets of rain are coming out of my piss. I mean, that is my piss. Sheets of piss are coming out like a fucking downpour. And then at the end, I sound human for like two (laughs) two seconds. I also, I have a lot of weird bathroom habits because I also did a tweet once that made many people upset and many, but also some people agreed with me. I was like, gel uh, spread your cheeks to help you shit better. No. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I think it helps, you know, get, get everything pushed out quicker. Cause yes. I, I'll, if I know I'm about to poop, I spread, I literally, I, I pull the cheeks apart as I'm sitting so that I got a good, good just clearance. Get, just get a squatty potty. My God. Or a, bidet or something listen i like to spread those cheeks yeah so yeah but when, when I- <laughs> wait let me talk about my piss i have a nice <laughs> i have a nice stream <laughs> i love the idea of you being jealous of like we i want to think about because i i didn't even realize that you could have all these varieties my yeah. my urethra is like a DJ. It does like a whole remix. <laughs> no, I think I think, I think mine's pretty regular. I'm a I'm a streamer. I'm a streamer, not a sprayer. Yours is a singer songwriter. Mine's a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Streaming now on uh, Kate, on Kate's toilet max. <laughs> Catch it, binge it, binge. There's it. a there's a lot of. Uh, people out there who would pay to listen to your piss gross i hate that it's my my piss and mine alone and you can't have it it's my simple pleasure it's so weird that you think pissing is a simple pleasure it is it's just like a simple like human like it's like a banal instinct that you just have to do and once you you always feel better after tell me this it doesn't feel as good as right after you, when the ship passes. When you take a shit? Yeah. Yeah, but when I When like, shit leaves your body, it's like yes. you had an orgasm. Okay, but but the difference for me is that like with peeing, like I always know how it's going to feel. Like it's always the same. Whereas pooping, there's like such a big variety. <laughs> it's like there's too much of a window of variety. Like this, that's this why I'm really, saying- This gives insight into your diet. Maybe. There shouldn't be there shouldn't be that much variety in how you should. Well, there's a big variety. <laughs> I already take a lot of lactate, but who knows? <laughs> I'm fine. Um, but <laughs> I, I still think peeing is a simple pleasure. Okay, continue. I with love your the idea of you and drink. Paige being old, an old couple together, like sitting in a rocking chair, is like talking about life, simple pleasures and. Paige is like talking about her favorite part of the day being like a cup of coffee in the morning. And you're like, and mine is knowing exactly how urination will go throughout the day. (laughs) It's not my favorite. It's just like life is so full of like different twists and turns, but I can always count on peeing to feel the same and to feel good. 
you need it's to like, talk about this you need to talk about this on stage because it's so weird it's so dumb <laughs> i don't even know if it's relatable it's not <laughs> <laughs> okay sprinkler urethra like jesus Listen, people would also love me talking on stage about being a sprayer. However, I will say that I have to, I hate, there's like so much, I hate having to flip a lid. I try to like kick it with my foot so I don't yeah. touch it. And then I have to like kick it back down. Uh, but sometimes I like to leave it up because I want women to wonder if I have a penis. What? I like to make people intrigued. Why? I don't know. Because it just, I don't look like. I don't you're look so like weird. I was just. I, I feel like you talk about this a lot, where you're like, "I want to trick these people," and I'm like, "Why? You're never gonna see them again. You don't know <laughs> what their reaction is gonna be. You're never gonna hear from them. Like, what is the purpose?" <laughs> like, I we've talked about pranks. Like, I like pranking people I know because then I get to see their reaction and like laugh with them about it. But like strangers, like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm never going to see them again. Okay. I don't get it. <laughs> it's going to be a weird episode. It already is. <laughs> All right. So the polyps are gone. The four polyps Yeah, are but gone. it fucked up my pride plans because I trained to be a marshal for Dyke March. And what does that mean? Uh, are there the folks who help block traffic, make sure oh, cool. that uh, if folks need accessibility help, like there's someone to like push a wheelchair or like, um, also to like help with conflict de-escalation. Like if someone is saying something anti-trans or like whatever, like there's someone to deal with it so that that person, if you're especially like, there's people that are just there to help protect like POC and trans folks that like, if there's an escalation of an issue, like they train you and like how to how to like be the buffer so that that person can just enjoy the parade and you deal with the person That's great. and um yeah i went to dyke march with my ex-girlfriend when i first moved here and it was very emotional and cool and i really wanted to marshal this year um since i didn't have like a crew i was rolling with and i really wanted to like give to the community in that way and um they have like a million volunteers so like i know it was okay but like i was in so much pain and like my body's just been doing some weird things post-surgery. And like, I was trying to make myself like fight through it. And I like got dressed, even though I felt like shit. And I like went out, I like took care of my dog early in the day. And I was like, ready to be, go do my thing. And I went outside and I was just like, oh, oppressively hot outside that I was yeah. like, I, I had this realization. I was like, Caitlin, you're about to be stuck in Manhattan for hours without access to a bathroom. And you're like, having a lot of issues with like bleeding and peeing right now. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't really think everything through. I guess I just kind of was like, you'll get through it. It'll be fine. Like you don't so want to miss went? this. I didn't go. Oh, good. Um, I ended up like, I like the heat outside made me realize I was like, I am already in like a lot of pain and uncomfortable. And like, I don't, I think this heat is just enough to push me over the edge. Like I can't do it. So I didn't go. I stayed home and did yoga for sore legs. <laughs> <laughs> Because my legs have been killing me. I don't know why. I almost wonder, like, if something went wrong in my surgery. Because, like, it doesn't make any sense that my legs would be so sore from the procedure. I'm sure that my legs were, like, up, like, the way that they yeah. are for, like, a gyno procedure. But, like, okay. they've been crampy like crazy. And I don't have that kind of issue. So, anyway, I didn't go. 
And then that night I was supposed to go to this dance party and I bought a ticket in advance for it. And I was super psyched. And I really wasn't in the mood because I still didn't physically feel good later at night. But I like was again, trooper mindset. So I was like, you're going, you're going, you're going. So, but the whole way I was like fighting, I was like fighting against my inner dialogue that was telling me like, don't go just stay home. Just watch a movie with your dog. And, uh, I'm like, no, you're going to do it. Just, just do it. You'll regret not going at all. Even if you just go for like an hour, just, just show up. And cause like, I knew I was going to run into people I knew and like, right. it'd be fun to dance a little bit. And so, um, but like there's crazy traffic on the way there. My brain's like, don't go turn around. This is your sign that it's not going to work out. And then I get there, the line is crazy long, even if you have a ticket and my brain's like, don't go. And, uh, <laughs> and, then I walk, and then I walk up and they were like, oh, we need to see your vaccine card. And I'm like, no problem. I have a picture of it right here. They're like, no pictures. We need the actual card. And I was like, I don't have the actual oh. card. I keep the picture of it. They're like, no problem. There's a pass, I guess, for New York residents. There's an app that you can do to, if you electronically enter in your information, if you had the vaccine in New York, it will automatically have a registry in the database. And you can just use that as your way to get in access to places that require vaccination. But I was vaccinated in Massachusetts. Uh. So I'm... So I'm looking on my phone in my car for the um, a Massachusetts version of this, and it doesn't exist. Only New York mm-hmm. seemingly has this thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I came back up to the bouncer and I was like, dude, I drove all the way here from Queens. I was like, I'm not coming back. If you, you really won't just look at my phone and I can prove that I am this person and it's not a fake vaccine right. card. Right. And he goes, I'm so sorry. He goes, I literally just turned another person away who went home, got the card and came back. So I was like, there's no way I'm driving all the way home and coming back again. So I went on Lex and I was like, hot rabbit ticket. Woo! Lex <laughs> and I sold it immediately and went home and watched a movie with a, my dog. Aww. But it was not a good pride night, but I talked to some of my friends who went and they said that the dance party was whack. So, oh. and I will say that the people that I saw on the line looked young and corny as hell. Oh, really? I just felt like, are these 12 year olds? Um, like these are not people I can't have sex, even if I want to have sex for a few weeks because of surgery. So I was like, I'm not getting boned down. And I, I would be afraid to like kiss anyone on the dance floor just seeing how young and corny oh these people God. seem they just look like <laughs> fucking ju- like freshman college girls i've been warned that hot rabbit parties are corny and for teeny boppers and um but i was like oh it's the pride one and like i knew right. people who were going who are not young so i was like well it can't be all just young people but i think there's like a reason i i'm like not supposed to go there that reminds me of when i um saw fallout boy open for the today show in like 20 <laughs> 2015 <laughs> because it was after fallout boy had reunited after their hiatus and so it was all these young fans who like only know them from like centuries and you know those songs and so it was weird because i was like here i am with all these like 13 year olds dressed in their emo outfits same exact thing as your situation i think yeah <laughs> yeah oh by the way i wanted to ask though did you see the show hacks oh i love it i just love i i just binge watched the first season and now i'm in the second season of feel good and i just love for hacks in particular though i love two female protagonists that are an unlikely duo yes um for sure. just adore the it's dynamic so and absolutely gene smart gene smart's amazing yeah so just 
highly recommend to anyone listening if you haven't seen Hacks on HBO Max. Great. Comedy. I don't mean to rhyme, but you, you gotta watch Seuss. it. But yeah, it's a it's a great half hour comedy. It's made by the creators of Broad City or writers from Broad City created it. Um, oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's super good. The New York Comedy Club podcast is back with brand new episodes, interviews, and jokes. Take a look behind the curtain as we discuss all aspects of the comedy world. The origin of a joke, the writing process, the business side of things, and well, things that are just funny. Get to know your favorite comedians, discover new comics, and get a first-hand look inside the Make Em Laugh business with the New York Comedy Club podcast, brought to you by Paperhouse Network. Today's guest is a real blast from the past for me because she is one of my best friends from high school. Oh my gosh, first high school guest ever. Uh, well, she's not in high school currently, everyone relax. But my friend from high school, Anna McCasland, if you're not following her on social media, you really need to do so. And she has a great TikTok called Hokage of Depression uh, that has been rapidly growing. I believe that's an anime reference. I personally don't understand it, but... Um, People love it. <laughs> so, hi, Anna. Thank you for joining us. Oh, and I, I might be in high school still. You don't know if I graduated or I not. I mean, it's been a while. I really hope. I really hope that you, have, you graduated and you're not still hanging around there. That'd be. I feel like that's gonna be breaking some laws if you're still. Well, it's not. It'd also know. be disgusting. Yeah. Nasty puddle-covered school. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. Glad you're out of there. Um, we're all out of there. <laughs> Um, For the the sake of the conversation, Anna, would you tell us your pronouns and uh, your sexual orientation? Yeah, for sure. So my pronouns are she, her, and sexual orientation is Pisces, sun, Taurus, moon. (laughs) Just, I would consider myself pansexual, though though it is an evolving thing, but that's a label I feel comfortable with. Cool. That's great. Um, I, I don't know if you want to talk about this or not, but Caitlin and I were just talking about badge surgeries because Caitlin just had polyps removed. Um, Amazing. And I've had, I had my hymen surgery. As yeah. You know. I don't know if you wanted to say anything on that or. I would love to. I love talking about it. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. Oh, well, perfect. Um, <laughs> because you're getting a similar surgery to what I had, right? Yeah. My, so for so Caitlin I you don't know this about me because I don't know why you would but I basically <laughs> have what is called a septated hymen so it means that my like if you were to look into my vagina it would look like a pig's nose like oh so it's split and it's like split one hole is a little bigger than the other and apparently there's a third even tinier hole so you got to be careful <laughs> so it's not um, a pig's nose it's like a face <laughs> it's like a really scared little face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cute. <laughs> um, so I have to sorry, my cat is senile and dying, so she made me out a little bit during this. That's fine. That's fine. You're fine. Pussy on the Somet- pod. Sometimes <laughs> Kate sometimes Kate is a sound Nazi because she's the one who has to edit these bad boys. <laughs> but if she's okay with it, we're good. Yeah, if you cute meows is fine. Well, she's back there just unsure of where she is even though even okay the last time we recorded she's like i feel like i always hear birds at your place and i'm like i think (laughs) birds are a nice sound i like 
my room is set up that like, I can't run the AC. It's too loud. And then I had the window open. Then she was hearing birds. And I'm like, I need something. Also, <laughs> please don't call me a Nazi while I have this haircut. It feels too... <laughs> I don't want people to get confused. You clearly asked for that haircut. I mean, Kate is not a Nazi. She's just from Argentina. <laughs> I'm not from Argentina. Okay, but continue. Continue your story. Continue. So yeah, so I have to have surgery on it because it's it's just impenetrable. So I have never had sexual intercourse, which is very good because if I did, it would have been a very traumatic experience because you cannot fit you couldn't fit a wish or a hope in there if you try <laughs> it's it's there's for someone there's someone out there with a micro penis who's like dream woman oh my God. <laughs> it's like the wayne's world thing is happening right now like around you and their little micro penis like <laughs> it's, wow it's a situation, uh, but I have my first consultation in August with a great surgeon. Um, apparently it's not like a super long recovery either, but they need to make sure I don't have two uteruses. What? That's a thing? This is with more research I've done. Um, they need to do an ultrasound first because it, it I'm pretty sure I don't have it because I have that third tiny little hole. Sure. But if, if you have, like I do, where it's two kind of split down the middle with like a, a thicker bridge, Bridge uh -huh. to Terabithia, Little Girl Died in that book. Um, <laughs> That's my favorite. That was my favorite book growing up. Also, I think your wow. third hole, I think your third <laughs> hole is for good luck. Yes, it's, it's, you know how when you get a birthmark on your foot, it's supposed to be good fortune. That's my... It's like instead of a four-leaf clo clover, it's a three-hole hymen. Super rare. Only Irish people have it. So. Irish people smell dicks. That works. Um. So, so if you had... What is that? Okay. So it, if you had two uteruses, does that mean that, like, you would have twins automatically? I... I'm unsure of that aspect, but I feel like one of them would not be as functioning. So I feel Got like it, it would be like, because I get regular periods, right. uh, I'm gushing monthly, you know, <laughs> consistently. Uh, so I really don't think that's the issue, but it was very, if it is, I mean, that's just 10 times more interesting. It's a bigger surgery, but how interesting is that? Can you imagine if her embryo picked the bum one? <laughs> Oh my god. Listen, I don't want kids. It's like you you chose the wrong wow. door, motherfucker. That's that's pretty selfish if you have two uteruses and you don't want kids. How wow. selfish would that be? I God clearly wanted you to have many babies. You're, You're like God's God's literally like you will you will do bogo bogo babies. Like and you're just <laughs> And you're just throwing away these coupons. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, it's just, it's definitely an interesting facet of my life. And it's, it's also interesting to tell people that I am a 26 year old virgin, because it's always one of two reactions. It's like, oh, okay, whatever. I don't care. Or it's, <gasps> you know what? Good for you. And I'm like, how I is hate, it? I hate how, that person. How in any possible way is that good for me? I'm dying. I will tell you how it's good for you because I also had weird hymen stuff. And yeah. 
I know how painful it was to like yeah. try to get do anything down there. So yeah. I think you did the right thing for yourself. Um, I mean, it's I would I would say that with I'm an incel without the bad things. Like if I could, I would. But I good incel. I'm a good incel. Wow. <laughs> Listen, wow. I feel like we're we're now establishing that this is like coffee talk for like fucked up vulvas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really... Like we just became a little club just now. Once my surge rolls around, I'll let you know because yeah. I'm I'm excited to have it because then it's a, it's not hot girl summer, it's fat girl fall where I am going <laughs> to be. For, <laughs> for those listening, I am plus size. It's, <laughs> it's um, I'm trying to think of like uh open coochie season yeah it's like it's like <laughs> it's freaking dollar general you can pick up whatever you want because i'm just trying to make up for lost time oh my god it's gonna be amazing I it's gonna be so good <laughs> so yeah uh if you're in brooklyn are you in brooklyn now no you're on long island. i'm on long island yeah. you're around long island uh slide into honest dms this fall yeah because i'll be getting a little freaky you yeah. like big <laughs> you like big girls because <laughs> her up all right i'm gonna move us along even though i feel like we could shoot the shit with that all day um i'm gonna move us along to our first segment called queering the news where we take a piece of news and put a queer spin on it um i brought this story about how a, a child wrote a letter to nintendo asking nintendo to make um non-binary pokemon and i thought this was so cute and i saw some people on twitter you know just like hating on it being like this is stupid like Pokemon don't have genders, which is wrong if you know That's wrong. That's like, wrong. Don't, don't speak out of your ass if you don't know anything. Like, don't just say shit just to be mad. Pokemon have been gendered. Like, literally Nidoran. Like, there was a pink female Nidoran and a... Wow, deep cut. Deep cut on Pokemon. Nidoran. Yeah. Yes. In the, yeah. in the original Pokemon, they had They've, gendered ones. They make that... They have made them... I mean, I'm a nerd, as you know, a lot of folks know. I have an anime TikTok, so of course I know a lot about fucking Pokemon. Yeah. They they are making them more and more gendered, like more yes. m- more iterations of each Pokemon. It's like, okay, well, you have a girl Pokemon. It has a little bow in its hair. Oh but if you have God. a boy Pokemon, it's got a skateboard. And you're like, okay. Yeah. And it <laughs> I guess I guess they've been doing it for the sake of like procreation and like eggs and whatever that kind of stuff but it's eggs it doesn't matter exactly and they have had pokemon that didn't really have genders like they have ditto and they have Mew. yeah but um this little kid's letter it's really cute it says dear nintendo could please make non-binary pokemon also i want that because i think it would be cool and so non-binary people would feel more comfortable about it (laughs) it's the cutest letter it's written on loose leaf paper um and so Nintendo wrote back to this kid and they were basically like, yeah, this is a great idea. Um, there's so many varieties of Pokemon, so it would make sense to have a variety of genders as well. So I just thought this was great. I thought it was very heartwarming and the people complaining about it online just showed that they like being angry for no reason because they're saying all this incorrect stuff about Pokemon. I mean, first of all, this kid needs to learn how to spell better. He, this kid is probably I'm like, kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, he was, he was missing. He was missing some pivotal words in that, uh, that like, request. Pick a pick a pick a goddamn struggle. Okay, oh you either. <laughs> 
Nintendo. I, I just think our non-binary our non-binary advocates should have a good education. <laughs> <laughs> You're not judging them because of any uh, queerness. It's just because they're dumb. Yeah, it's, it's mostly judging a child because I hate children, but I get it. It's like you can't spell because you haven't gotten that far in school. It's Whatever, like, your brain's not fully developed. Okay. I so Nintendo wrote back. Did they make any promises of and you know? No promises. They just said we want to make. Sh- uh, I'll send your feedback to the appropriate departments to review and thoughtfully consider. That's cute. I thought it was cute and sweet and um. He, yeah, he doesn't think... understand the letter back anyway. <laughs> oh my god! Stop hating on this child. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I don't really play Pokemon much anymore. But I was super super. Oh, that's into good. It. <laughs> okay, we'll do. I play Pokemon all the time, so yeah. don't be fucked yeah. up. Caitlin's being a hater, but um, Caitlin's a hater, big hater. <laughs> I have a literal giant Snorlax on my bed that cost me uh, fifty dollars. <laughs> Caitlin gave me so much shit about Among Us and then like a month later was like, hey, I played this new game Among Us. It's really fun. And I was like, fuck you. And then I had my birthday party online was playing Among Us. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to be very into Pokemon soon. I mean, it's, it always makes me laugh so hard when these like nerdy idiots get online and they're like, we can't have any non-binary Pokemon. It's like, you're making animals fight against each other. I know. Like it's fucked up. Not even and- more. Not even all animals. Some of them are just like a tree with coconuts, and like the like, pieces are on the coconuts. So you're fine like, with that. Like God forbid we make this poster with legs like non-binary. Like who gives a shit? Like, like that toaster is obviously a she. What the? Fuck? You can tell it's a she by her birthing hips for her eggs. <laughs> and it's like literally touch touch grass please touch grass (laughs) i think that's the name of this episode is touch grass grass. yeah so that's my story my querying the news is also about a corporation um (gasps) wow happy pride (laughs) happy pride it's in the spirit of pride yes uh so uber eats just recently fixed the flaw in their app that was forcing drivers to use their legal names which was outing trans drivers which was creating microaggressions for trans folks who were uh driving for uber um and they just fixed it and um i think that that's cool but now i would like them since they were i'm glad that we're not like forcing drivers to disclose they're dead names, but it would be cool if we could force them to disclose if they're chatty or not, or other annoying features <laughs> about their personalities so that I can choose who I want as a driver. <laughs> like I would wait an extra 15 minutes in many situations to just have the personality type and the kind of ride I want. But is this just Uber Eats or also Uber? Because Uber Eats is food delivery. Yeah. So it's weird. The article said Uber Eats which I, I, but it's like this, the person that they were interviewing was a person just driving for Uber. So I don't oh, know. Oh, weird. I mean, am I allowed to hate on Uber on the pod? That's allowed, right? Yeah, I, I don't think they're ever I was going to hate on us. Uber right after you. Amazing. Okay, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to hate on the, the food part because I have had such issues with Postmates the last two times I've used it. And apparently they've like partnered with Uber Eats now. And it's literally making me into a Karen. I don't like it. I've had to call them <laughs> twice because my food was not delivered. And they didn't assign me a driver. And I had to call and be like, my food's not here. It's been an hour. 
And like, I don't like what it's making me into. Yeah, it's, it's, you're becoming a byproduct of a society. It's gross. I hate it. <laughs> so um, I think I'm going to try using DoorDash because I don't want to have to bitch on the phone to anyone. Yeah. To customer service I, people, you know? I guess my Uber hate is, um, you know, amazing work that Uber is taking the initiative to make sure that people can use not, you know, not be dead named while giving people rides you know it's almost like it'd be amazing if we gave drivers benefits Mm -hmm. um pto things like that but you know baby saps i guess (laughs) (laughs) it's you know uber incredible company doing so much you know making sure that their drivers are it's because it's great because you you don't have to go by your dead name and also you can be worked to death so it's like a it's like a a win-win yeah. We won't give you healthcare, but uh, you know. Uber Uber retweeted one of my tweets once and so many people responded hatefully to me about <gasps> Uber that I was like, ooh, like I wasn't trying to like do like a sponsored tweet, <laughs> but I was like getting an affiliated company that I was like, oh, people fucking hate Uber. Well, we just had that awful prop passed in California. Was yeah. that New York too? Uh, I don't think it was in New York too, just Cali. It's been awful. It's and bad. I, I get why it passed because the corporation spent millions of dollars yeah. to have these ads on like Hulu saying how good it would be for the drivers. Yeah. And so people were like, oh, I want to help the drivers. And so they voted yes on it. Um, but it, it was really, it really just benefits the corporation. It's, it's terrible yeah. for the drivers. It's terrible for the riders. It's more expensive for us now. And the riders, yeah. and the drivers get less money. It's just New York, New York just, I wish I could remember the name of it. Um, New York just rolled out a driver owned rideshare app. So basically it's owned. It's just like workers owning the means of production basically. And the drivers own the app and it's all, you know, trying to be as ethical as possible as a small business can while you get started. But, you know, it's really great. And I Hope more people. I wish I remembered the name of it, but yeah. Well, I mean, it, if you're in New York, Google small business yeah. rideshare. Um, I hope that becomes more popular because I know a ton of people who would jump on that. Yeah, it, it's just a better way to you know get around to unions and stuff like that. And if you, if it's based in that kind of mentality, it's a lot more beneficial to the worker. Yes, because we just want a way to get somewhere. Like I don't want to necessarily benefit of corporation like yeah i just want to get from a to b and be drunk <laughs> let me be hammered and <laughs> let me get to the van gogh museum that's just projections on a wall please <laughs> is that in new york yeah there's like a van gogh museum where it's like the whole it's it's whole conceit is that it's simply a vibe what and you, you walk in and like sit down and they just like project painting like Van Gogh paintings. I'm like, you just fucking Google this. <laughs> I, I'd rather go if they had um his ear just like in a jar. Oh yes. my God. It's if floating. you, okay. So you go to a bar in Deutschland. I don't know where he was from. Uh, and you go to a bar and they're like, we have Vincent van Gogh's ear in this, in this vodka bottle. You take, would you like to take a shot? Would you take a shot? I would take a shot. I think I would. Yeah. I think I would. I mean, I kissed the Blarney Stone in Ireland, and how many people have kissed that fucking rock? And they piss, the locals pee on that rock. Yeah, so I probably have, like, all kinds of weird diseases from that. He is the first person to be immune from COVID because she kissed the Blarney Stone. (laughs) That's why she didn't get as sick. (laughs) 
Lots is such a gross name. It always makes me think of kidney stone. <laughs> oh, you got a big blarney stone. Yeah, it's disgusting. I've been pushing for hours. <laughs> <laughs> that was, was that my first kiss? Oh, no, shut up. <laughs> I think I kissed Justin Risen before that. Oh man, Rise and Shine, baby. During My the, first um, kiss. The name is Joey DeLuca. Whoa. Okay. That's like a Jersey Shore name. You yeah, come bad. to me on the day of my daughter's oh, wedding. Oh, oh. What was that? Wait a minute. Go back. I, it was nothing. Don't forget about it. Forget it. Forget about it. Forget it. But me and Justin Rising kissed uh, during the live action Alice in Wonderland, and it took us three tries because we kept missing each other's mouths. That's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> My first kiss was Matt Lachance at the Once on the Asylum cast part. No, I was you, there. Not once. It was Guys and Dolls. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Was- uh, Caitlin, we, Kate and I did theater like really cool people uh, in high school together. And we did Guys and Dolls. Not, was it? Yes, we did Guys and Dolls. It was our junior year. And every cast party, there was an award for the, the like best kiss of the show. And I got just like a stupid award from this guy named Matt Lachance, who was very attractive. And I just was like, wow, Matt, thanks for the award. Kiss, kiss. I guess everybody wants us to kiss. And then we kissed. It was great. <laughs> I love that you orchestrated your first kiss. I did. You're literally like you. Happening now. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it was hot. It was by hot, it was like just like sticking my neck out like as far as I can from my shoulders. <laughs> I mean that's how birds kiss, probably. <laughs> um I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, our next ooh, I'm excited about this one. Our, and I know Caitlin's gonna have a lot to say about this, but my next story is um for what the fuck straights where we just talk about what straight people are up to and i brought this story the headline is woman mourns after her dolphin husband dies and says she will never remarry <laughs> now i know it says dolphin husband in the in the headline but i kept getting confused about whether this was what the fuck straights or what the fuck gays because the dolphin's name is cindy and i was like okay is this like a lesbian so this is like your aunt or something yeah 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 <laughs> this is actually me <laughs> under a pen name um but they met and i guess they were dating in quotes for 15 yeah, years for sure um and then eventually they wed at dolphin reef in the israeli port oh, of wow. elot 15 years after they met, like she would go back and visit him. And the union was sealed with a chaste kiss as Sharon whispered, I love you. And Aww. Cindy presumably clicked an agreement. Oh, so they wow. got consent from the dolphin. Amazing. Um, and then she said, she told reporters, it's not a perverted thing. Mm-hmm. I do love this dolphin. It's just something that we did because I love him, but not in the way that you love a man. It's just a okay. pure love that I have for this animal. But I'm like, if it's not, if it's not in the way you love a man, why did you marry him? Because I feel like men disappoint us constantly. <laughs> and sometimes going to the slimy embrace of a dolphin is all we can do as uh, <laughs> it, it's when you have been burned by so many men and just made to feel like a useless object and a dolphin looks at you with one eye because it can't look at you with both at the same time. <laughs> You feel something better and different and more special and electric. 
I mean, I don't want to assume, but it seems like you might have some personal uh, experience with this sort of thing. Yeah, I am dating a harbor seal right now. It's been, it's fine. (laughs) Wow. Did you seal it with a kiss? No. I'm (laughs) saying no to this joke. (laughs) We actually sealed it with me getting MRSA because he bit me and it got infected. Oh, that's cute. (laughs) So when did she get arrested? Uh, I don't think she's been arrested because there's, I don't know. It sounds like it was a chaste relationship aside from that, that marriage kiss. Um, so no. Oh, oh. So they didn't, you know, do the dirty dolphin deeds. I don't think they did the dirty, even though like dolphins you? have sex with humans all the time. Yeah. Right? What are you dating the fucking dolphin for? If you Wait, keep it banged. How I do don't dolphins know. have sex? I think, I believe they have wang. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I don't know, but someone asked her like, will you ever have okay. another lover again? And she said, yeah. no, she so will not. Bottle nose dolphins seem to make a T formation where the male crosses the female exactly at her midline. Harbor porpoises are really unique and that they wait for the female to come to the surface of the water to take a breath. And then they leap out of the water and try to hook her with her, their penises. Okay. Oh, so yeah. this is, this she- is like acrobatic, like dick, like grab it while it's in the air yeah. hook. I mean, honestly, if they're throwing dick game like that, I get it. And she breathes you know? first. That's great. Very yeah, feminist. when she leaps. So she this leaps woman can first. leap. She can leap. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there, though, this like. Okay, why is someone asking this question? How does one inflate a dead dolphin's penis? <laughs> why oh, my asking? God. This is in sciencemag.org. This is like a real magazine. Oh, yeah. I'm a a, a scientist. Uh, (laughs) But this uh, happens. What are are female genitals like to work with? In the wild, how do dolphins copulate? Could it be that some of the positions are just for fun? No. Oh, yeah. I'm a scientist. I'm just... The last question is, what is the best and worst thing about this line of research, which is just about dolphin fucking? And the guy's answer is, I think the best thing is how exciting it is. I have never told anyone what I've done, and they've been bored with listening to me talk about it. Also, it was so faux so pas to study sex and sexual behavior and genitalia for a long time that it really is an understudied field. And there's this huge opening, wink, wink, in terms yeah. of new research directions. It seems like the sky is the Yeah, one. yeah, I'm just a scientist. I'm nothing crazy. I just like to... <laughs> I just like to grab dolphins and look at their pussy all day. It's pretty great. <laughs> but straight people like marry weird shit all the time. Like when I yeah. worked at Busy Tonight, we talked about these stories a lot. Um, and they mentioned one, oh, where a woman married her own duvet. <gasps> I would do that. Ugh. I don't I think you would do that. Duvet. That duvet <laughs> sucks. I just got a, a new one and it's gorgeous. It's linen. Maybe a weighted blanket, but a regular duvet? That's not going to hold you down. You're right. I'm plus size. I need somebody that's going to be, you know, strong. Grip it, grip it yeah. and rip it. Yeah. <laughs> rip, my, rip my ass in half. <laughs> hey, Kaylin, what did you bring? <laughs> An Indian man with, quote unquote, the world's largest family because he fathered 98 children with 39 women 
while leading a Christian sect has died. So now Aww. all these kids have to fend for themselves and the woman that he knocked up. This is the most <laughs> straight male thing to do is to just yes. be like, I'm going to impregnate everyone that I possibly can and then fucking croak. I mean, that's basically Nick Cannon minus the death. <laughs> His life, and this is not a wealthy, famous man. So it's like, he's right. not providing for anyone. Well, you said, oh, sorry, sorry. go ahead. No, you first, Kate. You said he leads a Christian sect. So it sounds like it was a cult. Well, it's probably how he got access to this many women. Yeah. Yeah. But 98 children. Hell yeah, brother. Sometimes you just got a nut inside. <laughs> Sometimes... <laughs> You're in there, bro, and you're just like, you just gotta You're just it. like, next, next. I'm just picturing the Von Trapp family song where they say goodbye <laughs> and farewell, but it's 98 of them, and but that's like, the whole show. <laughs> honestly, I had a lot of dumb, unprotected sex in my early 20s, so he must have, like, known when women were ovulating. Like, he must have, like, been able to yeah. smell the right time when they're yeah, ripe buddy. for uh Well, there was an SVU babies. episode about that with uh, 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 Uncle Jesse was the... You, you know how in SVU, when there's a celebrity guest, you know that yeah. they're like the bad guy because why else yeah. would they be on the show? Um, so Uncle Jesse was the bad guy and his, I think he might've been a surgeon, but his whole thing was he was trying to get as many women as po- pregnant as possible. That's a thing that was, yeah. um, that was this, there's a story about that somewhere yeah. where it's this gynecologist who was just impregnating yes. women with it. Cause he just wanted to have as many of his line, like lineage out there. Right. And then, and then we're wondering why this woman's marrying a dolphin. <laughs> and we're hearing stories like this and we're like, Oh, who would marry right. a dolphin? Yeah. That dolphin's going to tap that ass, but not leave a baby behind, you know? Yeah, what are you gonna have a half human, half dolphin babe? I'm so I'm real stuck on the dolphin. I'm real sorry about that, but it's it's. I mean, I get it. You know, sometimes they men are out here and they are wreaking havoc. Yeah. No, truly, <laughs> ninety eight kids is too many. God, or, no, or not enough. I'm an only child, and so like having ninety seven siblings. That's think of all the birthday gifts you have to get. Oh my God! You're everyone's getting a one dollar AMC gift card. <laughs> Go see in the Heights. I just like. <laughs> can you, can you even get a one dollar gift card? I don't know. I I mean I would. I could try. Get like a stick of gum. Not even the pack. Just a stick. That's also still ninety seven dollars. It's like I have a car payment. I'm not getting all you idiots. AMC yeah. movie tickets to see yeah, in the Heights. 50 cents at most. <laughs> yeah. 50 cent ticket. Get yourself one gummy bear. <laughs> yeah. Get everyone like a pack of gummy bears to share. This episode is brought to you by Voodoo Ranger. It's beer. It's hoppy, trendsetting, innovative, served with a little sarcasm, just like Paperhouse Network. Paperhouse Network is hoppy. Uh, yeah. It's like beer for your ears. Get yourself a Voodoo Ranger. Okay, uh, what do we got next? What the fuck, gays? You can go first because I'm hunting for an ad. Great. Um, Anna, do you know what Lex is, the app? Yeah, buddy. Okay, cool. So Caitlin's going <laughs> to read uh, <laughs> Alexa ad. What's your final <laughs> I really like that. Intimately familiar. <laughs> um, so for what the fuck, gays, I brought this story about a woman who wore um, the same shirt for 
264 Zoom meetings in a row. And it was a Hawaiian shirt, which is why I think she's probably gay. Um, It was a Hawaiian button up. And she didn't have a real reason for doing this. She just thought it would be funny. And she thought people would notice and they'd like have a laugh about it. But she forgot about like the fact that people don't care. (laughs) <laughs> and so she was like, I, I didn't know what to do because no one called it out. So I was like, I guess I'll just keep doing it. And so her quote was, when I told my team that I had been wearing the same shirt for 264 meetings, they didn't know what I was talking about. They hadn't noticed. The intern literally said, on purpose? <laughs> this is making me depressed. <laughs> I'm, I'm like depressed for this person. So I, I don't understand I mean, I guess this was just like boredom during the pandemic. I guess, but like, I if if I wore the same shirt for two hundred some Zoom meetings, a that's too many Zoom meetings. Mm-hmm. B mm-hmm. if I was like, what do you guys think? Like that was a great <laughs> joke, and I and if people are like, we don't notice you, I would be like, I'd be like, <laughs> okay, like it would co- it would send me somewhere deep and dark yes and hawaiian shirts it's not like a like a plain like white shirt or something like that that you could kind of yeah. like, do it and get by like hawaiian shirts they're they're specific looking you had to like work hard to not notice this person like you really had to put in the time and effort to not give a fuck about this girl yeah. who wore a hawaiian shirt to professional zoom meeting i feel like she really wanted to um like show that she was queer she was like Hey everyone who wants to date me. <laughs> got my got my Hawaiian shirt and my Birkenstocks. And everyone Has like, anyone here seen the L word? It's not the show for me, but I've seen a few episodes. <laughs> and everyone was like, we really have no interest in befriending you, even in the um, office. Angelica, we need those uh, Excel sheets. Angelica. I don't know what her fucking name is. No one does. It's the fact that that was the first name you thought of. I am an eighty thousand year old woman. Yeah, clearly. Okay, Caitlin. Okay, I found I found an ad. What's what you got? Okay, so the ad on Lex is REI rainbow sticker. I'm stuck at work. Parentheses not REI, which feels like a hate crime. And I don't even have a little rainbow flag sticker to wear. At least my all black outfit will be fitting today. Feel dumb with the sticker, but I tried. Happy Pride. I'll enjoy the day through y'all. Edit. Forgot no brands at work. Sad. <laughs> what? Forgot no <laughs> brands at work? What does that mean? This is such a weird post. Um, I guess like sh- this person has an REI pride sticker, which is like her only form of pride expression today. And then really she had to take it off because you're not allowed to have brands on at work. Oh, so she had to take it off. The one tiny pride. <laughs> she should have just worn the same Hawaiian shirt every day. And then she would. I know. And then she would be uh, just under the radar completely. Because <laughs> she's literally like, I'm wearing all black today, but at least it's like fitting my hot bod. And then like, but I have the only like little piece of flair that I have is this REI rainbow sticker. What is REI <laughs> again? It's a sports, outdoor sports Yeah, it's store. like hiking. It's a very lesbian store. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't hike. Even though okay. I'm in LA. <laughs> um. Ain't yeah. asthmatic. We can't. It's too much. Look, I got my inhaler right here. <laughs> oh my god, it's yellow. Isn't that cute? 
I actually love that. My stupid yeah. blue one is in my bed. I used to have a blue one. They gave me a yellow one recently. Oh. I've upgraded. It's like it's like karate with the belts. <laughs> I'm a yellow belt asthma, which means I cannot run too quick in the grocery store. <laughs> <sighs> I love the idea of you guys working up to a black inhaler. <laughs> black That's, inhaler. The black inhaler is just the iron lung. <laughs> It's just a lung transplant at the end. Yeah. Of the day. Oh, I would love a lung transplant. Oh my god, I would give anything. I would a be dream. so fit. I know. Oh, I know. I know. Fuck a new vagina. How about a? Yeah, I'm, I want to go under the knife and wake up with like I want like my head removed from my body and put on like a fit guy like guy's <laughs> body. And then I'll get the boobs and all the other stuff later. But like the base of it is just, and I want it to him to be dummy strong. Yeah. Like the kind of guy you look at and you're like, oh, are you like okay? I, and then I I'll love, get, I love the idea of you just hodgepodging the like femme parts later. <laughs> because it's all about a good base. A good <laughs> and then you can build. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's like Mr. Potato Head, but no, who's now just Potato Head. Oh, cute yeah um okay well this sticker lady i don't know what to say to her i'm sorry you're stuck at work i'm sorry that you uh honestly if you know about lex and you only own an rei rainbow sticker like get your head out of your ass (laughs) i only see ads for lex on facebook because i'm sure facebook that's it i'm sure facebook um it's like something's wrong. Something's up. Not wrong with you. Something's up with you. We smell. You're like in too many vegan food truck pages for us to do anything else. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not even vegan. I just like the pages. <laughs> <laughs> and they're vegan food trucks. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So they'll be like, "Oh, do you want like a hamburger that's made completely out of beans?" And I'm like, "Sure." Yeah. Why not? I guess I'd be shitting, but I'll <laughs> eat it. <laughs> I'm gonna be shitting. I do be shitting. <laughs> I constantly be shitting. <laughs> Anya has a bumper sticker that says, "I'd, I'd rather be shitting." I'd rather <laughs> on the be- back. Of- I would. I, I honestly like. I clinically, I'd be shitting. Like medically, <laughs> to the that's most what, medical sense, ibation. That's what IBS stands for. <laughs> Honk if you're shitting. Honk. Meet <laughs> me. I would. I would put a honk if you're shitting. <laughs> shitting. Should we my car? Should we make those and sell them? Yes, for, absolutely. for the podcast. Yeah, let, yes. let us know if you want to honk if you're shitting. <laughs> I'll let you. I'll let you know right now. I want to honk if you're shitting sticker with the this with the name of the podcast in tinier letters below. Oh, the the straight guys part is so tiny. It's like, so. I want it to be almost like <laughs> like I I I'm blind in one eye, so I wouldn't be able to see it. They're like, honk if you're shooting straight, guys. I don't get it. They're like, like, it must be a typo. They must mean sitting. I'm sitting. I'm sitting. (laughs) I love the way you two honk. 
beep beep when in reality my road rage is so furious that my whole bottom of my hand is resting on the horn <laughs> like i'm breaking a wood board just waiting until you have to honk it <laughs> just wait always waiting <laughs> i can't get over how much i love honking your- i know honking your shitting is really good <laughs> so stupid also off topic but kind of on topic i just saw a photo recently of um and anna you are a crocs influencer as we know for sure yeah they had like truck nuts but for crocs Crocs. no i would get those in no you wouldn't yes i would i'm sorry do you know who you're talking to are you like you have not known me for almost 15 years (laughs) like I would get truck nuts for my Crocs tonight if I could. If I could find some in the store tonight, I would like I would take a loan out. No. I would buy 10 million of You'd them. You'd go into debt. I would love that. Put nuts on my Crocs. Make that no fucking bumper sticker. <laughs> Put nuts on my Crocs. <laughs> okay Kayla do you have a sex and dating question for us wait but based on our conversation before um we our guest joined us we uh I should have his bumper sticker that says honk if you're spraying yeah apparently on uh, apparently Caitlin sprays when she pees instead of like a nice stream yeah I'm like a I'm like a hose that got split down the middle um anyway (laughs) mine's I guess like um like a waterfall that's in its last few years <laughs> like it's just like one thin heavy stream but it'll come to a close soon. it sounds relaxing it's something i could fall asleep to that. <laughs> oh ah! my god <laughs> this podcast started with kate saying that a simple pleasure in life is knowing what to expect every time she pees and now she wants to fall asleep to her best friend's piss stream yeah i mean i would do that for kate and i am not exaggerating honestly my best friend always um does marco polos to me while she's pissing so i feel like i listen to her piss does marco polos yeah it's like a video chat um thing that we do to talk i never heard of it you just like, instead of text messages, leave one-sided videos. Oh. And then you can watch them. And then oh. we respond. And anyway, most of hers are on the toilet when she's either shitting or pissing. So <laughs> I also, I, even though I'm judging you, I'm like, I know her piss very well. <laughs> right. Intimate relationship with piss. I'm yes. just saying, if it sounds like a waterfall, like, sure. So would you know Anna's piss if you heard it? Would you be like, no, no, I would not. No. I feel like you know my farts more. I don't even think so. I don't. Well, here's the thing. I, would I know have, your sneeze. Yes, you know. Oh my god, I fucking hate my life. I know what best sneeze as the high school superlative. I had one class clown, and I know this because the one of the librarians told me. But because nobody else had voted for funniest sneeze except for like to vote me for it, they're like, okay, we'll give the girl that came in second class clown, and then we'll give Anna funniest sneeze. Yeah, brutal. And then you wonder why I'm 26 years old and I've never banged anybody. <laughs> It's that superlative haunting you. 
if you had one funniest or a class clown i'd be rolling in it i would have, be like i'd be pregnant you'd have 98 <laughs> children caitlin <laughs> 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 what we got what we got sex and dating uh, so the question that we have submitted by a straight person this week is, have you ever experienced gender dysphoria during sex? So this isn't for all of us. Sorry. <laughs> or maybe um, we could do a, we could do a hypothetical for you. Or we could just say ever. Sure. Not just during sex. But no, we, we could talk about just gender dysphoria in general, I think. Yeah, okay. I, I play a lot of men in plays and stuff. I, I typically get cast as guys, um, mm-hmm. which has caused some light gender dysmorphia because you're like, it's 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 more just like, does everybody see me as a man? Uh, but when in reality, it's just that they're comedic parts and they want me to play that funny part. Right. But I, I remember I like, I played this role, his name is Matamori the Lunatic, and I had to get in, like, 16th century, like, <laughs> top hat, petticoats, like, bind my breasts down, and I was like, I don't even know who I'm looking at right now. <laughs> I was like, what gender am I? And I had a little freak out, and then I was fine. And then I passed. Yeah, passed. Yeah. Like, yeah. Passed right I also played my, um, my fair share of male roles, and... I get called sir all the time. Um, Same. Which, honestly, I think maybe it it doesn't give me gender dysphoria because when I hear sir, I'm like, no, that's not who I am. Like, it almost, like, doubles down for me that I am not, I do not feel like a sir. Um, Yeah. And then during sex, no, I would just say that I have had situations with men where they clearly wanted the focus to be on penetration, which is not mm-hmm. necessarily like what I want my sex to center on. So I don't know if that was gender dysphoria as much as just like lack of communication from my partners and lack mm-hmm. of like willingness to do like communicate about what we both want rather than yeah. what just like the one partner wants. Um. So yeah, I... I don't, am I not answering the question? No, you're answering it. Okay. Cause yeah, yeah I, I, that's what I have felt more for sure. Um, yeah. Cause I know you've talked about Caitlin, like fantasies of like having a penis and like things like Lots. that. Like yeah. I've, I've never, I've never had anything like that. I've thought about honestly how it would annoy me. This is outside of sex, but it would annoy me to have a penis like day-to-day just like dangling there i'm just like i agree it seems like another thing yeah i can only think of it as like if my tampon popped out and then my pubic hair was caught the string and then the tampon was just dangling i'm like that is what a dick would feel like just like on the on the reg which is disgusting um because i've never had anything else like dangle around that area so it does seem like an obstruction of my freedom in some way that I'm like would inhibit me and it would make be sweaty and annoying. Yeah. Um, I hate the idea of something slapping around like me too. And the balls just like jiggling. Disgusting. People people with like penises and stuff. I'm always interested in how you manage that situation. Like, (laughs) like just being around, you know what I'm saying? And you know what? I will say, I will, say I often give men cis men 
a lot of shit for focusing so much on their penises all the time, but I mean, it is kind of an ever-present thing. <laughs> I had a, if I had like a dick and balls, I'm pre- I'm pretty sure it would be all I think about. Yeah, I would want like a satin pillowcase that was just the right size for my dick and balls to keep it in, like a little satchel. And then oh you would like God. tie it so that like I could feel like I put away this my googies, and then when it's time, <laughs> and then when it's time to fuck, that's when I'm like all in, baby. And that's when I, that's when I've had the most gender dysphoria is when I'm with someone who's a fab and I can't really be inside of them. And then I've already talked, I'm pretty sure I already said this part in the pod before too, but like whenever I've used a strap on, I love having it on and like kind of walking around with it. And mm-hmm, um, right. I've had a lot, a lot of fantasies uh, still do. And I think that now that I'm like feeling more comfortable, like tapping into like my own gender exploration stuff lately. It's I'm realizing how much I'm IDing with um AMABs and pornography mm. doing things to AFABs. So uh so yeah, so no, I definitely have a lot of it and it and it but it comes out when I'm having sex with people who have penises. I it comes out and like I'm very confused because I'm like, I really love penetration, but right. then there's this weird like power dynamic that comes out only with AMABs mm-hmm. where I like, I like want to like, I want to like push back in this, like, we, it's almost like I do have, a, and I've talked about this on the pod too, with like my in-laws with the last uh, episode we launched, like I, I do have a little bit of like uh toxic masculinity that comes it's like i want to push back when i'm around a a guy like i there's a part of me that like wants to fight and so Mm -hmm. i have this like fight instinct when i have sex with with men where i want to like give them a little pain or like give them a hard time all the time and then it comes out in really weird ways during sex where like i kind of want to punish them (laughs) yeah i get it yeah but i have very very complicated gender stuff going on in the bedroom it's complex. And but I've it's, never, I, I've never felt that way with an AFAB. I've never been like, I, not that I'm treating them with like, gl- like white gloves, but like, there's, it doesn't, there's no, like, I'm coming from like a very healthy, loving place yeah. where there's a part of me that's like, I genuinely hate cis men. So, um, it's like pathological. So it comes out when like, <laughs> re- there's like really fucked up stuff going on in my head when I'm having sex with them where I'm like, ah, oh, like I want to bite your dick. <laughs> yeah i want to i want to make you cry i mean yeah i I feel like that's it's it's such a it's such a carnal activity so it's probably where just that rage bubbles out um but yeah i i have used a strap on and i haven't felt i'm very indifferent about it yeah like i'm I'm excited to see when i start you know having sex and doing all that my having my 98 children <laughs> um giving each and every one of them a haribo gummy bear uh <laughs> that's how you care for your kids yeah, by the way they just came out with the, you should have the kids get your surgery done like in the next yeah. week or so because uh, the for government sure. is for the next six months giving out 300 bucks <gasps> per kid on a tax credit for the next throughout the summer so you bang out those 98 kids you're gonna make money honey i have so much credit card debt that i genuinely would consider you can do it if you have two uteruses (laughs) if you have two uteruses you just have 46 kids in each one that's making money on top of money right there or no 49 49 you are a conveyor belt of baby making (laughs) yeah i mean 
it's it'll be you know it'll be fun and exciting and then i'll just like give them out like to people that want them <laughs> yeah um, at, at Halloween, there's going to be just a, a, a baby uh-huh. <laughs> forever. They'll be like, they'll be like, hey, can I return this baby? It has manic depressive disorder, and I don't like that. And I'm like, so because I have that. So the, each each and every one of my babies <laughs> has like my horrible mental illnesses. It's like this baby keeps like staring into the mirror and not sure who's staring back. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's just like that'll go away after a while. Someone's going to come back and be like, hey, there's razor blades in my baby. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like Halloween. You know? I know. I know. We all got the joke. <laughs> That's why we're laughing. <laughs> or they're going to be like, go to go to Anna's house. Why? Does she have king size candy bars? No, she's giving out babies. <laughs> she's giving out babies. Brother. She's giving out babies, and I want a baby so bad. I want a baby. <laughs> I, but yeah, I've never had, you know, th- those experiences and I am excited to, cause I feel like it opens up a new area of ex- like fine figuring yourself out. If you're, I know there are some people that are asexual, so it's, that's a bit of a different experience, but right. I'm interested to see what kind of revelations that brings in my, you know, late twenties and thirties. Yeah, yeah. Explore also like supposedly people who are born women peak sexually in their 30s so okay so right on time yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, you're right on time Um, that means i'm closing out my era (laughs) that sucks (laughs) what happens in my 40s i don't think it'll peak again till like 80s because they're you know they're all fucking like rabbits in the nursing homes yeah but um Mm. it is interesting because i i do feel like uh people think of women and sex they think of penetration usually I think yeah but like I still feel very um affirmed in my womanhood during sex with just like clitoral stimulation yeah I'm like this is fucking great yeah I I don't I think it's also just like the the internalized misogyny of you know being part you know being under that male gaze of like your femininity is tied to penetration because that's what's exclusively gets a, a person with a penis off or right. a cis man specifically. Right. Um, and that is sometimes I think hard for people to shake, which I understand, yeah. which I can totally understand. Um, I actually just watched an episode of the Sopranos, one of my favorite TV shows of all time where they, this they like the whole episode is about that they can't mention this guy goes down on his girlfriend because oh it's like God. not manly it's a really good episode and it's yeah. it's it's just yeah it's 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 interesting to see how much of like pleasure in general is fixated on cis men like what they've wanted for ages it's interesting because yes. most of my only fan subscribers that really want to chat with me they're all very orally fixated okay they, their fantasy is very much about going down on me well i think that's probably part of like your persona because you kind of come across as like a strong woman like in control of your sex i don't know i i, I would think that like people who gravitate towards your only fans are probably into being more submissive i would think oh really i think so because you're like this you know feminist 
comedian who talks about like hating men like it makes sense that men who enjoy kind of being more submissive would gravitate towards you right yeah. no I guess that it's funny I, I didn't give it much thought but I guess that makes sense I think so yeah so you guys ready for plugs Let's yeah plug buddy Anna do you have anything <laughs> you would like to plug I would um I have a few things. First, as mentioned before, I have my uh, TikTok Hokage of Depression. It's a specifically an anime-centered TikTok, but I try to make the content funny for people that don't watch it. It just helps if you do. Um, and then I was also on a podcast called The Adaptation Game, uh, where we all had to adapt the anime Naruto. And again, even if you haven't watched it, it's still funny to listen to. Um, mm -hmm. I basically make it like a Fast and Furious, like sexy sex pot type movie. So check <laughs> that out. Um, and you can follow my Instagram at Anna McCool Guy. Uh, I'm probably going to start uh, streaming on Twitch soon. So yes, I'm excited for yeah. that. You can follow me on the socials at Kate Zazowski. And you can follow me on the socials at the Caitlin Reese. Great. Thank you so much for listening. Please uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we have not had a review in a while, and it's a great way to celebrate pride is to give us a review. Thank you so much. <laughs> also, yes. check out our Patreon, where we have a lot of clips and content. Patreon.com slash straight guys. Thank you so much for listening. As always, we have been straight guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.